As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. I pray that y'all had an amazing week. Today, we are going to dive right in um, to today's episode where we're talking about how to master your emotions. This is so important because we are emotional creatures, okay? Your emotions can range anywhere from like you're being so happy, which I really am because there's so many great things happening, or you being stressed out and your emotions have you out here on this episode of the first 48. They can go, they can go either way. And emotions are not bad, but we really have to learn how to master our emotions. And I want to give some tips and tools to really help with that. If you um, are on my YouTube channel or if you've been listening for a while, y'all know I did um, a Bible study on how to overcome emotional distractions. And so that is available on my YouTube channel at Dr. Charlotte Walker. Make sure you subscribe, child, um, because we are starting our live monthly Bible studies together. Um completely free, comes with a workbook, all the things. Very excited. But I want to just kind of dive into some um, newer revelations, some things that God has really shown me when it comes to being able to master our emotions. And let's talk about it, okay? So we have to first understand that our ability to master our emotions is because of the authority that we have. The authority that we have comes only through Christ, okay? 
sometimes and in some spaces, I've heard authority um, and the authority that we're given um, spoken in a way in which you forget who had gave you the authority, right? It's not that you are almighty and all powerful. God is almighty and all powerful. He gave us his spirit because his son died for us because we are raggedy. <laughs> okay. Eve, she was out here in the garden of Eden and her flesh pulled up because she couldn't manage her emotions. <laughs> she was persuaded by the enemy. He said, oh, girl, eat this fruit. And she was like, but he said, nah, but did he say that? And she was like, I mean, maybe not. Girl, he really just don't want you to know this, this, that, and the third. He trying to keep something from you. What God got to keep from us? That's how the that's how the devil be getting us. He want all of us to think that God's trying to keep something from us. So understand that, like on our own, we don't have it. That's why Eve didn't have it. Everything that she needed was supplied, and she still felt like God was trying to give some get um keep something from her. Okay? Like the authority that we have to manage this flesh and these bodies is through the power of Christ in the Holy Spirit. By yourself, well, you in these streets, okay? You know what you was like pre-Jesus, okay? What were you like BC before Christ? A mess, because I was. It's okay. We can admit it. We're family here. So because we have that authority and because we have the Holy Spirit, we can then exhibit self-control. So that is a fruit of the Spirit if you have not... um if you have not ever read about the fruit of the spirit, if you're unfamiliar, go over to Galatians 5, 22 through 23. It's like love, peace, patience, kindness, long suffering. I'm forgetting some, but child, if you're in the society, we're talking about them all summer long. Um, but self-control is a fruit of the spirit. So the authority that we have to master our emotions comes through the power of the Holy Spirit, which means that we have to be in relationship with God. Now, because of that, we have been given dominion and we have been given um, the ability to exhibit self-control. And this means, this means that we should be stewards of our emotions. We should not be slaves to our emotions. Okay, because you have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in you and you can exhibit the fruit of self-control because of the authority of the Holy Spirit. That means that you are to be a steward over your emotions, but not a slave to your emotions. Okay, Beyonce said it's just emotions taking me over heartache and sorrow lost in a song. I need y'all to understand that you can't let emotions take you over. Because we are to steward them. We are not to be slaves to them. And too many of us are in situations. Too many of us are out here acting any kind of way because we are slaves to our emotions. If somebody cuts you off in traffic, you ready to throw away your whole salvation because you didn't cuss them out because you felt disrespected. Feelings, emotions, you have to steward them. You cannot be a slave to them. Okay? The next thing that we have to do is we have to make sure that we are responding and not reacting. Let's talk about this. Okay.
okay? The Bible tells us in Ephesians 4 and 26 to be angry and sin not. You can have the emotion, but you need to have a response of not sinning. You can't just be out here reacting. In John 11, Jesus cried. Jesus had emotion. He cried when Lazarus was dead. It's okay to have emotion. Here's what's not okay. The difference between reacting and responding is that reactions are impulsive and they're irrational. Reactions will have you on the first 48. Okay? Over $12. Now you've gone 30 to life because you re- you reacted instead of responding. A response is strategic and calculated and it, its purpose is to reach a resolve. Okay? Let, let's run that back. The difference between reacting when you're emotional and responding is that reactions are often impulsive they're often irrational and a lot of times they are destructive when you react you be on a and e the first 48 okay i didn't watch them all miami tulsa all of them when you are responding responses are strategic they are calculated and the way you respond is Overall, supporting the effort to reach a resolve of whatever issue is at hand. So this goes back to us being able to steward our emotions and not be slaves to them. Okay. And so I want to give y'all three keys, major key alert, three keys that you have to have so that you can master your emotions. First, discernment. Okay, discernment is your ability. People like, oh, as Christians, like, oh, we're not supposed to judge. Actually, you are. That's exactly what discernment is. (laughs) Some of y'all need to judge better. You're not supposed to be judgmental in a way that you are self-righteous, but you are supposed to use judgment. (laughs) That's what discernment is, child. We be funny as Christians. You sit here praying for discernment, but but I get, we're not supposed to be judgmental. You are supposed to judge. How are you supposed to tell good from evil? Girl, come on. So discernment is what you need. You need to have the power and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give you wisdom to identify the root of situations to, um, uh, he'll give you the the ability to avoid certain situations and he will make sure that you have the power. And it's the only way that you have the power to overcome situations. OK, so you need to have discernment and wisdom. And if Holy Spirit say, don't don't say that. OK, y'all know that real is like, take that down. That don't represent me and nothing we doing that. <laughs> You need to have that level of discernment so that you're where well, you're not out here putting all your business on Beyonce's internet. And now we know about you and your baby daddy. And in the next week, y'all on the, uh, y'all back together and we judging you because what is wrong with you? <laughs> because you, you reacted instead of responding. And a lot of times we want our reactions to have a audience, an audience. And that's basically the premise of social media. It's a lot of people reacting. Some people respond. There are, um, you know, sometimes some really great things that happen on social media. But 99.9% of the time, people are reacting and then we react to their reactions. And then you have mass hysteria because nobody's using wisdom and discernment. Nobody's um, using enough discernment to say, hey, girl, stay out of the shade room comments. Don't. Why are you arguing with these people? <laughs> For Why? How is God getting glory out of this? Are you reacting emotionally? Let's not do that. 
you want to make sure that you reach a resolve. And with that in mind, you have to have you have to develop a response. So it's not that you can't have the emotions. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. It's the but. <laughs> the but matters. The but means, but don't do that. You can be angry. God, God isn't going to strike you down because you felt the emotion of anger. The issue is that you have to make sure that you can steward it well. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look, this community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library and almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together we even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other if you are struggling with time management and productivity Rosalind's going to snatch you together okay she does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessed in my life if you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith. Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch. Okay. We be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Okay. Like, We are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay. So if you are in need of a safe space of like-minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. The next thing is self-awareness. Okay, many of us really need to be honest and we need to objectively look at ourselves. Like sometimes when we talk about mastering our emotions, you need to probably do an introspective look, do an assessment and be objective, meaning facts only, because look, it might Gigi say if it walk like a duck, it talk like a duck, it's a duck. Some of us have issues and we're not self-aware. <laughs> like you may really be rude. That may not be your intention, but the impact is still there. You may really have a temper. That was me. Like, it take a long time for me to get there. But once we're there, we're over a cliff. That's not okay. <laughs> and so I thank God that I have the growth. But Jesus, I'm glad that it took me getting married for me to rise and be like, look, it take you a long time to like wild out. But once we wildin', we wildin'. <laughs> he used to call it savage mode. Once you in savage mode, here we are. And even that, that's not me being a good steward and a good manager of my emotions. And so we need to make sure that we are self-aware. That means you need to be self-aware of the, um, just like the root of it, the seeds. Make sure that you're not in certain situations. If you know that, if you look, what's that saying that people say? Oh my God, I just heard it on TV. Um, Jen, make you sin. If that's your testimony, why are you drinking it? <laughs> if that is your testimony, sis, why? 
You have to be self-aware enough to know that the enemy is always walking around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So while you over here um, for hours and hours drinking gin and trying to get shrimp and lobster towers and everything in between, you are over here ruining your witness. You are over here wilding out. Now you in jail. Now someone please call 911. Now we got to bail you out. For why? Because we are not self-aware and we're not mastering our, our emotions through the power of the Holy Spirit. Why? How did we get here? Somebody called Deborah Cox so she could sing the song. Like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? How did we get here? And so we need to make sure that we're self-aware enough and we know ourselves enough to like, look, this ain't going to work out well for me. Look, I can't go over there. That's not going to work out well for me. One of um, my best, one of my best strategies for being self-aware is the fact that I really have to guard my heart through my eye gates and my ear gates on what I listen to. Let me tell you how I can to this day recite every word of Cry Mob Nook If You Bug. That song would just, it was the, the soundtrack of my senior year of high school. Everything crime mob, but I cannot listen to it. It makes me want to fight somebody. Legit. Because music is spiritual. There's a lot we could get into that, but it literally makes me want to fight somebody. And because I know that, that 8-Ball MJG, just the stuff that I grew up listening to that I like, I cannot. I can't. Because then... My tem- I'm short-tempered. Then this or that, like, no, we have to be self-aware. <laughs> so why are you putting yourself in a situation that you don't have the power to overcome? Don't do that. Be self-aware enough so that the enemy is not able to identify and exploit your, your areas of weakness. You have to be aware enough to know, to know that you do not have all power and all authority. Only God has that. We have power and authority through his Holy Spirit, but we are not to try to test that and tempt that. So if you out here having issues with sexual immorality, why are you in the strip club? You shouldn't be there anyway. Okay, COVID, yuck. But also making sure that you understand that your, your flesh is going to win every time. You're not that saved. Okay, so you have to be self-aware enough to know like, yo, I'm dealing with sexual immorality. I can't go to the strip club. I shouldn't be there. No way. Okay, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm dealing with sexual immorality. I can't watch these types of movies. We have to make sure that we are not giving the enemy the open door to exploit our emotions and have us out here looking dumb. Okay, stupid. We're looking crazy and want to blame the devil, but it's really our decisions. We have a role to play here. Okay, next is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the sub, it's a subset of being self-aware. Emotional intelligence refers to the ability to identify and manage one's own emotions. So this occurs through um, the building and the, um, the building identification and your ability to respond and critically think with problem solving skills, resolution. Okay. What? No, that was a revolution. I was like, what Kirk Franklin has said? That wasn't it. He said revolution, not resolution, but you get my point. So you want to make sure that you have emotional intelligence. And so I'm going to read it again. It says this occurs through the ability to identify emotions and respond to them with critical thinking and problem solving skills. I first learned about um, emotional intelligence in nursing school. 
they was a really great book came with a quiz it had a ton of strategies it's called emotional intelligence 2.0 and i'll um, drop the link in the show note but in the show notes but we really have to make sure that we understand and then we have tools okay you can't pray away your flesh paul who wrote majority of the new testament basically was like hey man i'd be out here trying to do what's right but it'd be hard because my flesh be pulling up on me this is me it's the Charlotte in translation. <laughs> My flesh be pulling up and I be wanting to do do well and do right by God. But also, it's hard out here in these streets, in these unpaved Roman Galilean streets. It's rough. And so if Paul struggled, okay, if Paul, all the people that went before us, if they struggled, we are going to struggle too. And our emotions play such a big role in how we interact with the rest of the world. It will interfere with our discernment, our decision making. The enemy uses it to trick us and to trip us up. He's looking to exploit you, looking to devour you. He's not looking to steal your parking spot. He don't care. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And too many of us are looking at him as an inconvenience and not as an adversary. He's the ops, sis, the ops. And so you can sit here and expose yourself and razzle-dazzle with him and think he's playing a game. He, We are at war. He's not playing a game. He's counting on us being soft and unprepared and being not diligent. Like, he's he's betting on it. That's what he wants. And we be giving it. And so we have to master our emotions. So I'm going to run this back real quick. How do you master your emotions? You need three things. One, you need discernment, okay? We get self-control, authority, all of that through the power of the Holy Spirit. So you have to have discernment. Two, you need to be self-aware. That means that you are being strategic and guarding your heart and your mind and where you go, who you talk to, um, what you listen to, who influences you, because all of this matters. And then lastly, we need emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is a subset of being self-aware, but it allows you to be able to identify your emotions, navigate them, and to have a response that includes critical thinking and problem-solving skills. That is how we're able to master our emotions. We can't do it without God. That's discernment. That's first. That's the Holy Spirit, okay? So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes to the book. That's it for this week's episode. I love y'all. Okay, let's not be out here getting caught up in the schemes and the wiles and the the traps of the enemy because we can't manage our emotions. Self-control is a fruit of the spirit. So it's available to us. Okay, so until next week, I love y'all. God bless y'all. And I'll talk to you later. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.